Hey, what are you at? Josh here. This is part two of my conversation with Mel Naismith. Thank you so much to everyone who has listened to part one of the conversation. I think Mel has got some good feedback from the episode, including a cracker from her mother, which was rather hilarious when that was shared with me. Hopefully, I'll be able to get Mel back on and we could talk about what her mum said, along with all this amazing stuff that Mel told me about herself after we finished the record that you're about to hear. So there definitely will be more in the future with Mel. And if we manage to recapture some of the stories that she told me in the same way, you don't want to miss that one. But for today, enjoy some funny stuff. If you've heard the previous episode, there was some jokey stuff and some serious topics. Today is more just a laugh. So thanks, Mel. Thank you to all you guys for listening. Thanks for sharing the show so much recently. And we'll kick in now with Mel Naismith. And it is hard to just go, thanks. Yep. Very hard. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we might just get on to a few of the things that you have been involved with on the radio show, if that's okay. Cause yeah. I would, as I've said in the past, I don't just want to talk about radio, but it is, you've done some yeah. funny shit on your show. So. Okay. So I highlighted three different stunts and we could talk about them at length or not. Yep. But the three I wanted to talk about that I've just gone back through were all a little bit different. You were pretty involved from what I could tell in a chili eating contest hmm. and you might have thrown your co-host under the bus there. Yes. There was something I brought up with Josh and he didn't really give me a clear answer on the podcast what it was, but he's told me since over a beer what it was about. There was a running in heels incident and there was also a recent one where you put yourself in a, what I can only assume is a garbage bag and then vacuumed all the air out. Yeah. So yeah. we might just start with that one because that one seems to be the most wacky in retrospect. So Really? No, it doesn't. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> if you've met me, like, which you have, Josh, you're very lucky, and anyone yeah. else who gets oh, privileged massive, enough to... Massively fortunate. Yeah, <laughs> incredibly so. My brain, uh, it doesn't operate on the usual wavelength of other people. So, And it's very hard for me sometimes to communicate what's going on in my brain to convey an idea. And Josh, to his credit, love him to bits. He Once he sort of realised that there's method, I shouldn't say method, but there is method to the madness, he sort of gets on board and embraces it. Okay. So I see something in my head and think, oh, that could be funny, or I segue, like I might see something and it'll tweak my brain. And that was actually a fad. I was like, Josh, there's this thing. I said, what about we cryovac me? I'm getting old. Maybe we could preserve me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and he goes... Oh, yeah, I don't know if that will be real funny. And then you can sort of see, and I think we commented on this, once he sort of starts to get into something and see it happening, then he gets totally on board. It's like watching a kid. It was surprising when you told me that he almost has to decode your version of what's going to happen yeah. before he can get on board with it. And yeah. I've only seen the side of him where he's already fully invested and at that point, he obviously has no reservation. Yeah. His initial scepticism oh, completely gives, and some people aren't that generous with their, yeah. like, 
interactivity and creativity. Yeah. Like they won't actually fully let go of their scepticism even if they appear to be on board. Yeah. Whereas you can tell by the look on his face when he was vacuuming <laughs> all that air out. He was as on board as you were. He by that starts point. to get very excited when things actually come to fruition. and But there's that level of doubt. They're going, ah. But in my head, I, I think things are going to be funny. So as long as I think... Do you think, think that that little bit of scepticism, not to cut you off, do you think that that helps with your ideas, though, that you have to maybe form the idea even a little bit more strongly if he has a little bit of initial... Because I don't think a creative partnership can work if you're both the same. No, no, there's definitely, um, we're a very good team. I'm sceptical with other things also, um, more in production and planning things. I like to plan stuff, whereas he just likes to actually just go, let's just fucking do it. Okay. <laughs> and I can't deal with that sometimes. So we're the opposite in that spectrum. But, yeah, there's there's something that I've got in the pipeline that's a biggie. And to get him on board, I had to really tweak the idea not that it's going to change the end product but I had to be smarter in the way that the lead up and the execution will be if that makes sense because he questions things and I value I actually really value him questioning stuff in a constructive way because I think this is rare for me too usually with with guys I would take them questioning me as them just questioning me because I'm a female, okay. whereas he will constructively question me. So he's basically critiquing the idea, not he's you as a person. He's critiquing the idea, and it's been a hard thing for me to come around to that not being in a personal attack. Yeah, it just and that's well, just people pure. are very attached to it. It's hard for people to separate their what they think from who they are. Yeah, that's true, but um. Yeah, I don't really give a fuck what people think yeah. about me. It's yeah. more about um, as long as I'm a good person, I'm not malicious or doing anything that's going to hurt people's feelings or anything like that, then I don't really care if people want to laugh at me because <laughs> I want to make people happy. So yeah. that that was a funny thing to do. There was another one that I'm devastated got pulled, Facebook pulled it. Yeah. I made a treadmill. Well, this might be the only place it exists, so let's put it down. Well, I made a... Um, a treadmill, like in Japan, apparently, like they've got no space anywhere. Yeah. So there's this thing that they were trying to do is basically they make their own treadmill. They just put uh, washing detergent on the ground <laughs> and just run. And I was like, and you just run. And I like fully just KO'd myself. I ended up <laughs> with a big swollen up knee and it was like, and it looked brilliant because it was all done in the moment. A lot of our stuff we do is just one take. Yeah. And then, yeah, we put it on Facebook and it got zuckered because it had <sighs> music in the background. Surprise, no. surprise, because we were at a radio station and that's the only thing that it was. And okay. Yeah. With the Zoranian heels, I don't know if you were involved in that. I know you had Josh dressed up. I don't wear heels, Josh. Yeah, you didn't. Well, it sounds like he'd be just as likely to. They'd break after three steps and you'd stumble sideways. (laughs) That is true. And I hate, I always hated it when females couldn't keep up at night going out because their feet were sore. And I was I was always with the boys and we're like, we're on a mission, we have to get to Paddy's or whatever before it closes. And like, oh, my feet hurt. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck, can't deal. Anyway, so this idea. And they're walking around carrying their 
Yeah. Yeah, bag and a pair of shoes. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's just the hindering factor on a good night, I think. Yeah. With the Kinky Boots one, I had this idea that I would get Josh in heels. Because who doesn't like to – most be- men, I don't care what they say, will get dressed up in drag at any opportunity they can, I think. Yeah, I can't back you up there. Well, you just uh, – Mad Monday, the first thing they want to do is put a dress on at football. Like They always have an excuse to put a dress on. Anyway, this, this group from Kinky Boots, my idea was we don't um, – just hone in on musicians. Like I want to um, spread the joy, I suppose. So Kinky Boots was a theatre show? It was or a theatre show. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's all different forms of talent around Aubrey Wodonga that we need to shed the light on, not just musicians. Like that's yeah. a, a thing that needs to be Well, I'll know promoted. that my stand-up doesn't suck when I get an invite from the Mixed Lolly well, Bag. Well, I've got my notepad here. Did you see? I was going to start taking notes on you while we were doing yeah, right <laughs> Anyway, I um, in my brain, so my best ideas come at yoga because okay. I'm trapped in there and my brain can't segue. And I thought, fuck, I'm going to put Josh in heels. I'm going to get him to race these guys if they're up for it. Yeah. And... I put the idea forward to the guys and they're like, oh, yeah. Fuck From yeah. Kinky Boots? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, um, yeah, we're on board. That sounds awesome. And I was like, I think it sounds awesome too. <laughs> so um, I was like, can you bring your boots in? And I'm, I'm going to need a pair of heels for Josh, obviously. And then yeah. I was... And then, so that was all I had planned and I thought it was just one of them that was going to race and it was going to, I was like just going to race them down the hallway pretty much and that was going to be funny. And then they (laughs) all rocked up with heels and I thought, so on the fly I was like, fuck, Thunder Road. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to grease lightning it. So I set it up and just it all happened very quickly. Like obviously I do things slightly differently now but... For a visual brilliance and having those guys, so we had Jack, Marley, Nick and Angus and just born entertainers anyway. So to work with them was an absolute dream and they didn't need any coaxing or anything. They were just totally on board with the whole thing and set it up, just made them race, came back, chat to them and they went really fast. Yeah, right. Does that include Josh? Josh went fast too. He surprised me. Yeah, he seems to have enough competitiveness in him that he wouldn't have wanted to have been a slouch. He's very competitive. He's, dare I say. I don't don't say that in a negative way either. No, no. He's, as we would joke about, an amateur sportsman. Yes, okay. At the very core, I think. And he, he does tend to have a tendency to look like he isn't that athletic, I would say, and he acts like he's not that athletic, but when it comes down to it, that competitive edge just kicks in Yeah, and he went real fast. Right, well, that's I awesome. was very impressed. So did that boys. happen during a break yeah. on the radio? So yeah. you just went straight out, did it? Straight out, did it. And what, what song was on? It must have been a long song. Bat Out of Hell we did. I wanted to have, and this is where my sort of, this is where I've let, 
everyone down is I'm not good at panelling or anything like that. So, yes. And that's a tech side that – so I rely heavily on Josh, which needs to finish. Panelling yeah. for people listening is basically the mechanics of fading things up and down and bringing songs in and Technology out. Technology and yeah. I avoid it like the plague. Like I love – doing things tactile. I love the fact that I can reverse park my own car. <laughs> like I got out of the car the other day and I was like, fuck yeah, you owned that. And I got out. And then afterwards. Was there a small group of people? Just... There was guys walking down Good and idea. I got out there like a boss and I was like, I fucking nailed that reverse parallel park. And then afterwards I was talking to someone about the technology of cars and I was like, they probably just thought I put it on auto park and didn't even know how competent I was. And Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I do need to le- um, learn that side of things and my aversion to that is I hate sitting still. Yeah, well, that's going to be tough if you're running the board. Yeah. It's just a matter of once I sort of sit down and apply myself, I feel like I'll be fine, but I need a purpose to do it and I yeah. probably haven't had a purpose, but Josh is going away, so I've got to sort of hurry up. Okay. But, yeah, we had Bat Out of Hell Okay, so what's that, about seven or eight minutes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's a good one. Yeah, we had to get the cars all lined up and so it was all well lit, you know. So it's it's cool. It's fun stuff we get to do. So you actually lit it with just all the cars' headlights? Yeah, yeah, I totally set it up. Have you heard that story about that? Is it Uiva, 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 the plane that they had to line up? I call it Iva. Is it Iva? I don't know. No, I'm not sure. But I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, sorry. For anyone out there that's listening. U-I-V-E-R. Yeah. It might be Iva. You you might be right. I don't know. They apparently had to light the whole course with old car headlights for that plane to land. Really? I've been trying to get the person behind the restoration group on the podcast. Yeah. And then it turned into them interviewing me via Facebook, via Messenger. Oh, what do you know about the story? And I'm like, I don't oh, know anything. I you tell ask me. You. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, this is not going anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, that, okay, so that's cool. So you had some cars at one end and some up the we other end. We all parked or? our cars up and just lit it. And we just said to Tyson, Tyson Marcus, who does like a bit of creatives and he's in the background and he's just brilliant. Yeah. But he's very good at helping too. And he's just always available. And I was like, can you do this so I can be part of it a little bit yep. like I don't care if I'm not actually in things I'm all about like what is visually to me going to be funny and yeah. it's always going to be funny to watch men race in heels yeah I think you're correct <laughs> yeah and it was yeah that got a lot of shares yeah. and a lot of traction oh, so I was happy with that one and we might just move on to just covering quickly off on the chili thing but yeah. with that you guys are the only local community show that I can think of outside of some of the stations that I listen to in Melbourne where you're putting real effort into integration with other events that are happening. Like that's an actual idea that's born out of a show and a theatre show that came together and created a new thing. My idea for the socials side of things was, you know, as much as we'd like to think that we've got all these people listening to us on Tuesday night between 7 and 9pm, the Mix Lolly Bag 107.3 to REM, that isn't the case. No. And I liked the idea of people having an idea, sort of one topic maybe that we might have been talking about or just to gain interest so maybe people do start listening to us. And as many... Um, I'm all about helping other community businesses and stuff. And as much sort of cross promotion uh, that you can 
work with, um, the better. So kinky boots, like not everyone likes musical theatre, but how can I make that more interesting so that people might just go, oh, that's pretty fun or those guys are fun. It's more about to me is trying to to bring people to a personal level in some some case. When you're hosting events, which were you, did you do any of the hosting part of this chili eating contest? Yeah. <laughs> so I have a tendency, Josh, to um, talk my way into things and then go, oh, fuck, I'm doing this. <laughs> okay. Okay, that has yeah, to happen. Right yeah. that's okay. So they haven't asked anybody else. I, um, and that's happened with everything, a lot of what I do in life, even how I ended up in radio was just like, oh, that would be fun. And then just end up in it. Yeah. And then go, okay, fuck, I've got to do this. Um, so what happened was I'd been getting a run of this ad- outlandish stuff and I was like, oh, chili eating contest, these are these are fun. And yeah. I, I did actually sort of say to Josh, I was like, what do we think about chilies? And he was like, oh, fuck, no, I fucking hate chilies. And <laughs> I was like, all right. And then I think he goes back and reflects on it and he's sort of like, oh, you know what, you know, and then... I messaged the organisers and I was like, what's going down? I'm like, I'm part of this show. It would be really cool if we could um, this just... This was the Chopper Town first Chopper Town. Yep. So Lara and Joel, I said, I'm, I messaged them. I just reached out to them said, I'm on the mixed lolly bag. I want to enter my co-host in this. Is that okay? And they're like, yeah, that's great. And then I, they messaged me back and said, you need to talk to Lara. And I was like, okay. And I went out that weekend. It was a long weekend, the winery walkabout. And I like to give people courtesy that if it's a weekend or whatever, I try not to, you know, bother them. People are allowed to have their spare time. Really? That doesn't sound, that's not very modern of you. That's, I always try to, I try, it doesn't seem like I try and think, but I do try and think like that. So I was, but I saw these people out. Firstly, I went out to watch some live music just by myself, like I usually do. <laughs> and um, I saw these people out. I saw two very, um, how could I say it, two blonde Amazonian type, well put together women. And I thought, oh, God, I'm just not going to get along with these girls at all. Like <laughs> the time, I'm there in my flanny and ripped jeans, yeah. like rolled out of bed, probably less better dressed than what I am right now in leggings. Yeah, well, that's hard to imagine. Yeah, yeah. and um, saw them and sort of chatted to them as they were moving tables and I, I just was like, oh, God, they, they just put in, they're the opposite of me. And then I saw this guy with a Dickies shirt and I thought, oh, I'm pretty sure that that's actually the brand that they have at Chopper Town. I have a tendency to pick up little tidbits of information randomly and they just get squirreled away at the back and then I was like, okay, I think these are people that I'm going to have to talk to anyway. So I was like, judgment aside, and I do judge people straight away, like everyone would judge me looking at me straight away, but I always make an effort to talk to someone to find out what their story is. So I never just not talk to someone because of how they look. Anyway, I'm I said, oh, are you, are you Joel? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm Mel from the Mixed Lolly Bag. And he goes, oh. And I said, oh, you must be Lara. 
and then started talking to them and just bang, just connected straight away. Oh, that's cool. It was amazing. <laughs> um, she was like the opposite of me but very similar in some ways. Like she dresses up um, because she can and doesn't give a fuck what people think, whereas I don't dress up because I don't give a fuck what people think, like an opposite type thing. And then he is an old Keywar alumni of football and so I could talk footy with him, I could talk business with her and we just like gelled and then all of a sudden I was just going, oh, I think you should do this. What have you decided? Like I was asking them about what they were doing for the chili contest and they're like, oh, we just thought it was a good idea. And then she's just gone, you should host it. And I was like, what? And she's like, oh, yeah, I think you'd be really good at it because I, I was like, oh, I just wanted to enter Josh. <laughs> and they're like, no, we think you should. So then all of a sudden Escalating I was, commitments. All of a sudden I was in. Yeah, it was right. part of it. And so it just gave us an ability to sort of. Um, well, my two best friends actually played at the end of that day in Forgotten Kings, Rudy and Danny. Really? Yeah. So I met Heavy Revy. She's yeah, that's amazing. the drummer of that particular yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. Yeah, so how did he go in the, the contest and okay. what was your involvement? Did you end up actually having to host the yeah, whole no, thing? Yeah, no, I did. You know? I did. I hosted the whole thing. I had to end it up. Um, it was on the stage, was it? The outdoor yeah, stage? Yeah, we yep. did on the stage. I had a little. I went and met them a couple of times. I now know that um, in the future I try not to step on people's toes if it's their business. Like yeah. I'd, I like to sort of float ideas but I really should have like – just gone. Okay, you're giving me this. This is what I needs to, to happen. Like this, yeah. So I, I learned stuff like that. Um, I probably would have organised it a little bit differently. But so I learnt my chili facts. Yeah. Okay. And um, but was just shitting jacks pretty much because I was like, oh fuck, there's going to be a lot of people here. Yeah, and there was. And there was. And Josh, um, probably the most nervous I've ever seen him about anything. Okay. Because he doesn't come across as someone that has quote-unquote nerves. No, and he was really like he doesn't like chilies and he'd sort of said to me and you could tell like he was starting to panic. He turned up with like a litre of milk. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just like lining my stomach. And I was like, oh, shit, mate. And I knew. I think you had to have the milk after the chilies, (sighs) not before the chilies. I knew that he was starting to to panic when we were sorting out chilies because they'd just been delivered from Arnold's like all in a box. So nothing was labelled or anything and I had 10 levels of chilies and like I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know anything about chilies except for like these fun facts about they used to pay their taxes like there was countries that used to pay their taxes in chilies, which I thought was cool. But, um, yeah, so organised all that up and Josh has got, I've got to go. Mate, I'm going. I was like, okay. He's like, I can't fucking deal at the moment. And he yeah. just left. Like, right. and I just, and that's unusual for him because he's a good helper and yeah. just, yeah. So he just bailed and had to just deal with his own yeah, right. shit. But he went, he got to the last level. Okay. And he ate. So he actually he came back and took part. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he took part and. He said to me he was going to get to level five jalapeno because he puts that on his burgers. Yeah, okay. So I was going to play on that for sure. But I'm always very pushy and a bit of a bully, if yeah. I think. But his competitive edge kicked in and he, he got right through to the end but not the last 
So I had a speed round set up. So you do the all the heat levels. The last one was the one and a half million um, Scoville units. <laughs> and he said after, so he got that down, but he didn't get the speed round, which was just a basic sort of big capsicum level chili that they had to try and eat fast to finish. Yeah, okay. And the poor guy, he said every time he could, him and one of the other guys, I set up a support group after and checked in on them all. and <laughs> Just to make sure they yeah. were in the hospital. Um, Did you have to get them to sign a waiver? Yes, they had to sign a waiver because yeah. it can cause like lots of indigestion, health and, issues. Yeah. And Josh, um, we had things to do that night, and he had to tap out completely. He was trying to gargle uh, milk, but he's like, I can't get it down my throat far enough when I'm gargling. Like he couldn't, <laughs> like it. And he said, as he felt it, I'm laughing now about this because it's very funny yeah. to me. Um, he could feel it go down his digestive system every time it hit a corner, like in the level of digestion yeah. over the last the day, it would hit that side and he'd be buckled over and oh just, ow, and then right. just, yeah. That sounds hectic. Yeah, to the point, and this is credit to Josh being a nice guy actually, someone tried to um, get me to eat like a really high level of chilli paste like on the a Tuesday night show and Josh was like, don't do it, Mel. Like you're, you've got health precursors and stuff where you can't even eat food. So don't, don't do that because I was fucked basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I was like, oh, thanks, man, because I nearly would have been like I like I get competitive too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, can I sort of like. You don't want to accept the challenge if it's no good for you. Yeah, no, that's true. So. Right, so we're now pushing an hour twenty, which is about as long as these things get. So, oh, I haven't and, even touched and, on anything. Yeah, it, it is a pure technical thing because yeah. it's about two minutes of editing for every minute of audio when it comes down to it. So, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, once I can hopefully afford to pay someone to do it for me, they can be as long as Joe Rogan. But <laughs> yeah, we can't go there. So, he well, is thanks. Brilliant. thanks. Thank you Melvin. very much. Yeah, it's been great, and I think it's at the mixed lolly bag. At the Mix Lolly Bag on Instagram and on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So there's plenty of you on there. And there was one particular post that I wanted to finish up just chatting about. And you look very forlorn in this photo. And apparently it was the day that you lost your voice. So can you just tell us as we head out for today, can you tell us about the day you lost your voice? <laughs> the day I lost my voice. Um, <laughs> I can't even remember, actually. It's, it's time I would like to... Everyone else. You've repressed that? Yeah. Everyone loves it when I lose my voice. Yeah, okay. I hate it. Right. But there are there have been times when I got so much to say and yeah, stuck. <laughs> yeah. I hate being um quietened. Yes. Probably is the best way. Self quietened, that's even more yeah. disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> my own body's let me down. Yeah. Yeah. It's a self care thing now, actually. Like now that I'm like hanging around musos and stuff like that, I realise that my voice is my tool and my vessel and I have to be very careful with I don't hang around smokers or anyone that's going to no. wreck my beautiful vocal boards, cords because, you know, I've got like John Laws's you do. tonings and styling. So. Well, let's hope you don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thanks, Mel, and uh, thank you everyone for listening. Punchingsideways.com for 
if you want to share this easily, if you have a non-tech savvy friend and they don't know what the F a podcast is or how to play one, exactly, you can just go to the website and press play and just listen to it. It's the best. That's the way I listen to it. Go to website, press play. Or it's, YouTube. Yeah, it couldn't be any simpler. Yeah. That's why I put them on YouTube because even though it's just audio, it's just press play. Yeah. Thank you and see you later. See ya.